she's a part of one of the CAU leadership roles here on Clark Atlanta University's campus. Um, she is also a part, she is also Miss Black uh, for Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. <laughs> and she is also my dear friend, Rachel Grant. Yo, hey everybody, how are you? How are you doing today, Jalissa? That's my girl, period. <laughs> So real quick, uh, real quick, give everybody like a little synopsis about who you are. Okay. Okay. So, um, as my good friend Jalissa said, I am Rachel Grant. Um, I'm from Dallas, Texas. Um, I'm actually from a very small town right outside of Dallas, but to y'all, it's Dallas. Like, don't come up to me and be like, "What town did you say you're from?" Don't worry about it. Um, if you're not from Texas for real, you probably don't even know where it's at. So I just say I'm from Dallas. Um, that's where a big majority of my family's from. Um. Um, I am the 33rd Executive Student Government Association Secretary. Um, as Jalissa also stated, I also serve as Miss Black on the Miss Black and Gold Court for the men of Alpha Phi Fraternity Incorporated, um, specifically the Alpha Phi chapter. Love the bras. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to, to see what she's going to ask me, y'all. I'm scared, though. <laughs> but... No, all is well. All is well. It's not going to be anything controversial or nothing, so we're pretty safe on this side. Um, so tell me what made you want to be a part of SGA? Um, so what made me want to be a part of SGA? So actually, like, I didn't want to do it initially. Like, at first, I was like, yeah, this is just going to be another year where I'm going to just be a regular student. Like, it's not, it didn't give leadership. Like, it didn't give mm -hmm. student leadership at all. And then, um... I don't know, like when it the the email for like the interest meeting dropped or like the infor informational dropped, I was like, you know what, I'm just go. After that, it turned into me turning the application. Now, like while this whole thing is going on, I still was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. But I was going through the motions. Um, my campaign was like put together the week of. Um, I found out I was running unopposed. I was like, oh well, I guess I'm doing this. But like, you still have to have a certain amount of votes. But um, once I think I got into the groove of campaigning, I was like, okay, I do want to do this. And like my platform, which was um, Year of the Phoenix, Up From the Ashes, my platform was really based around what I needed at that time in life. Mm -hmm. um, COVID and like being in quarantine was like a very trying time mentally, spiritually, physically. And I really wanted this idea of a resurrection. And so um, I did like this little activity called um, Reclaim, Rewrite, I forgot the third part. I, I know, but I was like, I was, I was like, dang, this fire. And but, I was um, part of the campaign team. Well, but it was a little bit ago. But um, I basically had these three R's, and that's kind of really what fueled my interest into SGA and like really just the representation. Um, actually, this cabinet is all women, and I felt like that was just like a great, um, I guess you could say like a great turn in CAU history, um, especially to have it following the pandemic that we just came off of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're back on campus. And so I was like, you know what, like, it, it didn't, I didn't know why I wanted to be a part of SGA until I was a part of it. And I understood like what I could do with my voice and what I continue to do with my voice. And so um, my why is really just like being able to represent those who are underrepresented and also leading in the best way that I know how. See, but friend, I just got to ask this. Um, with a campaign like yours, especially what the mission statement was now that you're really going into it. 
why did you uh, decide to do the role of secretary mm-hmm. instead of a more higher up role, so to say, as president or vice president or any one of those? So, and this is no shade, like no tea, no shade. <laughs> um, I knew that I could do any of those roles if I so desired. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not to say that anybody else is incompetent or like I'm more qualified than anybody else. But um, unfortunately here at CAU, there's like a culture of accepting like really the bare minimum. And when I say bare minimum, like being well-spoken, being well-versed, well-dressed, like that does it for people. Mm-hmm. And I knew like I have all of those things and then some, and this is not just me like tooting my own horn. Like these are things that I've been told like during my time here, not just by students, but like administrators, like, oh, you know, like you are just so presentable and so professional and da, 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 da. And so I knew that I could easily win a campaign mm-hmm. or fulfill those roles because of the standard being so low. Um, the reason why I didn't go after any of those things was because it wasn't my dream. And I did not want to take away the opportunity from somebody who has slept on this and worked on this and got all of this outside advisement and support. Like, I did not want to take that away from somebody who had been putting in the hours and the blood, sweat, and tears when all I simply had to do was just show up and speak. Put in that, yeah. Exactly. So, like, I took the role of secretary, one, because I kind of wanted to ease into leadership, but also I did not want to do anything else for the wrong reason. So I thought secretary was a good space for me to not always be the leader. Um, Sometimes you have to take that back seat and watch how other people lead to actually kind of help you learn how you can lead better. So See, but that is a very humble approach. Um, And you know as well as I do that here at CAU, um, being humble doesn't really bring you anywhere that's true and it doesn't give you any leadership position that's and true. it doesn't give you any type of recognition that's true. so for you decided to do a humble uh role it's lead me to, it's led me to this next um question mm-hmm. has this position made you question or test your beliefs um so 100 yeah like and i'm trying to think if like it's the position itself that's made me question my beliefs or is it because of my position and who I'm around if the people around me because like secretary I mean you're responsible for like recording um you know important minutes or like making you know like emails and contacting people so like it's like very much like feet on the ground type work um and don't get me wrong like the president and vice president they definitely um do a lot of groundwork as well but like with secretary you're just kind of like in the background like taking notes of like what needs to be done and kind of like just sending out those reminders um it did in a sense made me question my beliefs because i was like okay i know i can do more like I know I can do more. I know I have like good ideas and bright ideas. And then with me being in that role, I had like this struggle because I also feel like people was trying me. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, okay, y'all know what I can do. Y'all seen what (laughs) I can do. Mm -hmm. And y'all trying me because I took this little back seat. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, "Uh, I'm finna, I don't know. 
know. I don't know. Like, I didn't know. At, it was one point in time. Like, I didn't know how much longer I was going to be able to hold my tongue without letting some people have it. Yeah. Like, because respectfully, my office didn't have to be no one in the back. Okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it could have been one, you know what I'm saying? But, 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 but. Um, it did, like, test my beliefs. But I really feel like it tested my patience. But I'm actually, like, grateful for the experience because, like, I've been forced to be in a group of essentially of all women and like have to learn how to maneuver while like keeping myself and who I am intact so I do want to ask you though now that this you know this is pretty trailblazing trailblazing here at CAU that it is all women's administration this Mm -hmm. um this academic year I wanted to ask you though is it easy working with all women because there is you know of course like a stereotype of course not just here at CAU, but kind of societal that women are kind of like, you know, very emotional. They're not mm-hmm. able to, um, they're not capable of doing mm-hmm. executive positions mm-hmm. and particularly being in government. They think that we should stay more towards the royal court side. Yeah. Um, and so how has it been for you to be in an all women's administration? Mm-hmm. And also how has it exceeded your expectations? Okay, so honestly, it's like a little bit of 50-50 because like I think being, well, first of all, like I don't have like biological sisters. I have four brothers. So like I've always been essentially in situations where like I was the only girl or like Mm -hmm. one of few, but like to be on this cabinet with all women, on one hand, it's probably the greatest thing you could think of because you have a group of intelligent black women who can think on the turn of a dime and it does not take long for us to bounce off of each other on the other hand because we are women and it's very true that we are emotional beings but that doesn't make us um any less qualified for those positions um on the other hand because we are all women there are some clashes sometimes um of whether that be like i will be so completely transparent i think our biggest obstacle is wardrobe child like i was like (laughs) i was like you got some girls like who like i don't care you got some girls like no we finna be jerked down you got some girls like oh we rocking the heels rocking the thigh highs and i'm just in the middle like who paying for this you know what i'm saying like i was like I don't get me wrong, like I want to step with the girlies too, but like, dang, like, baby, what? Like, hold on, because they was talking about like these expensive shoes they wanted us all to wear. I was like, listen, I don't know if it's giving that. It's giving and you much. guys paid for that, right? Out of pocket? Yes, girl. I was like, like a homecoming outfit. I said, huh? <laughs> the hair, the makeup, the nails, all of it. I was like. I don't know. Like, maybe we should have had a dude or two. Because, <laughs> like, dang, like, everybody in the same. And it's crazy, like, getting ready for, like, games and stuff. That was also kind of hectic. Because everybody, like, Rachel, can you come with my eyelashes on? And, like, can you come do this? Can you come curl my hair? And, like, I'm not used to that at all. Like, I'm used to getting ready by myself and being done. And I'm looking at the dude, I was like, if y'all don't hurry up, but, yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it, it definitely had its pros and cons. But, honestly, I'm just grateful to be in a space with like-minded women and like-skinned women. <laughs> so, yeah. Would you, like, would you, <laughs> I just got that. Would you say, okay, what would you say is mo- the most rewarding out of this experience? Um, The most rewarding is, honestly, being able to help my campus. 
um, especially helping my peers. Um, I know that there probably hasn't been as much involvement. And honestly, with that being said, like SGA, we're still students too. So it's some stuff we don't find out till the students find out. But because of my position, I'm able to hold conversations with people in a different light, aside from me, you know, just being on the promenade as Rachel, um, which is always, you know, significant as well. But like to be Rachel, who is SGA secretary and like holding conversations with people, um, it gives them hope because it's like any conversation that I have with somebody, like it's not just one of those things I'm forget, like I'm gonna go tell it to Autumn and be like, hey, so-and-so, so-and-so has concerns about this. Or I'll go to our advisor, Ms. Adams. Hey, um, you know, I've been hearing, I've been been listening, I've been, you know, um, in conversations that had, like, students have concerns about this and it needs to be addressed. Um, so knowing that I'm able to, like, take the time out to listen to people and hear what they have to say and then essentially have some type of involvement to, like, finding um, a resolution to that, that's the biggest reward. For so me. how important is student engagement in campus politics? And do you feel as if there has been um, an effort to involve and engage students in campus affairs? Um, so traditionally speaking, student involvement is very important and very significant. Unfortunately, though, due to the pandemic and um, the classes of 24 well, really the class of 24, not being able to come to campus when they were supposed to. I definitely think that there has been a decline in student involvement um, and also a decline in interest in student leadership because they didn't experience the culture that we did when we came. We came think there are a lot more... Um because CAU is always known for being a uh, type of like family deal. Yeah. Do you feel as if they are more, or at least they feel as if they're more self, they've had to be more self-sufficient? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Like even, even, and once again, this is me stepping out of SGA. Um, Even as a student, like there have been times where I felt like, like I've had to teach myself. Mm-hmm. And honestly, really like the the real blame can't be placed because everybody was going through even professors and administrators and so when you know I can only imagine with a class of 24 and 25 they came in with like low expectations because for the past year and a half almost two years like it was really them in a screen um and it's unfortunate that they don't feel that culture and also with the class of 23 and 22 who are still on campus it was hard for us to provide them with that because 22, they're about to be up out of here. 23, we only experienced it for one semester, like one full semester. So it's a little frustrating because we can't give what we received when we first came in Um, because there was just that lack of guidance. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely feel like there has been a decline in interest in being in student leadership, unfortunately. Okay, because I'll say I completely agree with that. And I'm not going to lie to you. I felt going like, especially with the the women that we were having in these executive positions in SGA, I felt as if I was pretty confident that when we got back to campus, we would kind of be like hitting the ground, like start hitting the ground running. Yeah. Um, And really giving that warm welcome Mm -hmm. to the students who weren't here and the students who came back. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, that's not what happened. Yeah. Um, And I'm not going to lie and say that that was not disappointing Mm -hmm. that that did not happen. 
-hmm. And I'm not just placing, I don't want to just place that blame on SGA, so to say, because we're students as well, like you said. Um, But I felt as if the passion and the desire to bring what we had to them, um, I didn't, at least in my opinion, just outside looking at, I didn't really see the effort um, for SGA to really want to be like, you know what, like, I want this to be a group effort. Like, this this is what we imagine CAU to be, and we believe it can be that again. Right. Um, and creating an environment for the freshmen and the sophomores, to be honest, um, for them to have a CAU experience that is worth enjoying. Mm-hmm. I think it's been very traumatic for them since they got here. Um, and so I'm just hoping that um, next semester mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot different. It looks yeah. a lot different. Yeah. Um, and this leads me to my last question. What is your personal definition of um, severant leadership? Mm-hmm. And um, how important is SGA to the daily functioning of the CAU community? So my personal um, definition of servant leadership is to lead with humility but to also know that at one time, at one point in time, you were a follower. And I say that because sometimes, you know, we jump into leadership roles and we lead based off of what we've seen, aside from leading based off of what we experienced as a follower. Um, And I I feel like you can't effectively lead if you don't know what your followers desired from you, if you don't know if they retained anything. So um, ensuring that the people that you are, in a sense, leading, that you are serving, like, just like it, it's more than pointing and programming and giving instructions it's like actively listening like you are in an active conversation every day um how significant i think the role of sga is in the everyday life honestly going back to like my previous answer i feel like it has declined um because there honestly has been a, like a lot of student initiative to take it upon themselves um but i will say when it comes to getting certain things done sga plays a huge role um we have a direct line to the president which you know a lot of students um they're not privy to that we have a direct line to a lot of university information when they decide to give it to us um because sometimes we don't know until y'all know quite literally um and so i do think we do hold um quite a bit significance but like i said it's definitely declined because you know i've seen a lot of students just go figure it out for themselves which honestly rightfully so um and a lot of students don't know we have we as sga even though we were elected even though we had a background check like we still have to go through a waiting process whether that be to release a statement whether that be to make a post like everything has to be stamped and approved and sometimes like it can be within a day or two or two to three weeks and by that time whatever we were trying to advocate for might already be resolved um and that's very frustrating and i hope moving forward sga is able to find maybe like a loophole yeah um to get around that wait time i will say um besides the current administration do you feel as if in terms of cau history and culture that the um sga is vital to the is basically the lifeline Mm -hmm. of CAU oh absolutely like 
the like these are the people that you elected to essentially resolve anything that you know any issue that you have on campus um because there are different students of different majors that's like like me like I take pride in being an English major that's like an advocacy for the English department I'm able to say hey I don't think the English department have enough funding so I definitely think that SGA you know like historically because I ain't talking current but historically (laughs) has played a a very significant role and I really only hope like it goes up from here because I would hate to see like especially HBCU culture for like SGA to like be something that fizzles out because it's like what do you mean like it's student government like what are you talking about (laughs) so yeah I hope it gets resolved and it strengthens no period I agree too um thank you for coming to my podcast I appreciate it um I hope you guys also love this podcast and that you guys are really able to tune in and get some of this knowledge that I got today um but also thank you for hopping on again and And uh, see you guys later on the next episode of Get Into It Podcast. Bye.